0: Inside of you is brought to you by NeuroHacker Qualia Cyneletic. I just sent some of this to my mother and she's starting to notice the differences mm-hmm. in herself. And she and because I noticed my mother was always had brain fog and and she couldn't think clearly and and you know and and I, I was like, well, this stuff works for me. And what's great is I didn't even they weren't even a sponsor when I started using this. Um, have you heard of senolytics yet? Well, listen, it's a class of ingredients discovered less than 10 years ago, and they're being called one of the biggest discoveries of our time for helping to promote healthy aging and helping to enhance your physical prime. Your life goals in your career and beyond require productivity. But let's be honest, the aging process is not our friend when it comes to endless energy and productivity. That's
1: why I use Qualia senolytic. As we age, everyone accumulates senescent cells in their body. Senescent cells may cause symptoms of aging, such as
0: aches and discomfort, slow workout recoveries, hello. Sluggish mental and physical energy, hello.
1: Associated with that middle-age feeling, hello. Also known as zombie cells, they are old and worn out and not serving a useful function for our health anymore. But they could be taking up space and nutrients from our healthy cells.
0: Much like pruning the yellowing and dead leaves off a plant, qualia senolytic helps remove those worn out senescent cells
1: to allow for the rest of them to thrive in the body. And you just take it two days a month. That's it. The formula is non-GMO, vegan, gluten-free, and the ingredients are meant to complement one another, factoring in the combined effect of all ingredients together.
0: And they must believe in their product because they have a 100-day money-back guarantee. It's pretty amazing. I felt higher energies. uh, I feel uh, more focused. um, Younger, I have to say, because a lot of these things make me feel younger. I feel more uh, productivity happening in my life, a little more enthusiastic. Help resist aging at the cellular level. Try Qualia Senoletic. Go to neurohacker.com slash inside for up to $100 off and use code inside at checkout for an additional 15% off. That's neurohacker.com slash inside for an extra 15% off your purchase. Thanks to Neurohacker for sponsoring today's episode. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. The products and statements are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. I don't know how many times I have to talk about this, but it's so important. If you're sitting there right now and you're stressed or you're anxious or you have a lot on your mind and you just bottle it up and you don't know what to do, it's going to come out and it's not going to come out in great ways all the time. slash inside you're listening to inside of you with michael rosenbaum hey listen i don't care if you like hockey or sports uh this is a really great story it's a, from a friend dude uh, this is a story about you know we were me and this guy chris pronger nhl hall of famer who had to retire from many concussions and injuries uh known as a tough guy uh was the league's most valuable player He's gonna hate me for this. Probably ninety nine. I think it was. It was ninety nine two thousand season. Something like two thousand. Yeah, but just look it up. Won the Norris Trophy. He's won the Stanley Cup with the Anaheim Ducks. An amazing career and uh, an amazing story. And uh you know, he he never gets too personal. And I think he he answered a lot of the questions I've always wondered, and I think a lot of people have wondered. So we're gonna get inside a hockey player today. I want to thank you all for listening as usual. Um, the show is, uh, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. we got a great guest coming up. And uh, always tweet me, Instagram me, get people to keep subscribing, folks. You know, it helps. And uh, that's why we love doing this for free for you. Right? We don't charge them, do no, we? No, right? we don't. No. We don't charge totally anybody free. a damn dime. I know. So all I ask is, hey, if you like it, get more people to listen to it and subscribe. How hard is it to say, Hey, uh, Mom, can you give me your phone for a second? Wow, what do you want with my phone? Oh, nothing. Boom, boom, subscribe. There you go, nothing. You know what I'm saying? Is Mom Southern? I just threw that out there, yeah. (laughs) I guess it could have been. (laughs) I'll also be at some conventions. I I don't know when this is going to air, but I'll be in New Orleans, I think, in January, and then more to come. So check that out. Make sure you listen to In Love with Michael Rosenbaum and Chris Sullivan. We've got a lot of great guests coming up on that. And let's get inside of the legendary NHL Hall of Famer My friend, Bubba, Chris Pronger. It's my point of view. You're listening to Inside of You with Michael
2: Rosenbaum.
0: Inside of You with Michael Rosenbaum was not recorded in front of a live studio audience. It was Mark Messier's uh, Queen Charlotte Island. It was was a a a charity fishing event. Do you remember who was there? uh as in celebrities uh players hockey players uh it was like all the 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 oilers messier was there yeah uh, he
2: brought a bunch of it was when he had left and was in vancouver playing uh mike keenan mike keenan was there uh he brought a lot of the ranger guys that had won cup he brought a
0: bunch of new york uh business guys with him but i remember being on a boat and i got what's it called when you're out uh, seasick seasick that's the word is that, is that what that is? Yep. And uh,
2: I look to <laughs> What's my left. The words.
0: The words are seasick, and, and Isaiah Thomas is sitting in our boat, and he is, he's puking. I'm puking, <laughs> just a bunch. And I just remember just. And the rest of you guys are hammered out to sea, <laughs> deep sea fishing. That was a great trip, though. That was a great trip. I remember a lot of great times. We were both young. You, you were. You were a little bit. I, I was, was a little, little bit older, younger. Because you're, you're, I'm two years older than you. You're 45. Yeah. Yeah. I remember- you... Is that your Hollywood age or is that- No, that's my age. <laughs> do you notice that girls, guys, they always do that? You ever? Well, you're married to beautiful yeah. Lauren. I was yeah. at the wedding. Didn't I play a song for you guys? You did. On the guitar? Was it was it appropriate? <laughs>
2: uh, yeah, everything's appropriate. Everything's appropriate with me, yeah. <laughs> you made a nice toast
0: at the uh, reception. Yeah. And your, your dad, your mom and dad, Elia, Elia? Ayla. Ayla, I always gym. fucked that Big up. Gym. Big Jim. Big Jim. You do always fuck that up. Why is that? Because it's a weird name. As someone who speaks for a living, you think you'd fucking <laughs> or figure me, it no. out. Memorizes <laughs> for a living. I don't memorize anything. <laughs> uh, I just always loved your parents too. Where do we meet though? Do you remember where we met? We met in St. Louis. Remember, you and Tom Arnold were doing that show, and you came in and dropped the puck. That's right. We came. I don't yeah. think I was the one that dropped we, the puck because I think yeah, Tom, Tom did. I was. Yeah. I've never. You were just along for the ride. I was along for the ride, but I met you. He didn't really know much about hockey. No, but I was like, holy no. shit,
2: dude! And that's when he was smoking cigars. If you recall, oh, he tons. smoked
0: about twenty cigars one night. Dude, and, and Tom, I love him, but he 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 always needed a vice. Yeah. Every time he saw him, it was something else. Hey, buddy! I said, I quit smoking the fucking cigars. Now he's <laughs> drinking twenty-seven Diet Cokes on a fucking plane, a forty-minute <laughs> flight to Seattle for a cherry. <laughs> Very charitable guy, but always has his things. God has to do. Hey, buddy, I'm like God. How many pieces of Nicorette gum have you swallowed in the last hour? <laughs> I think you might as well smoke. How much? Because isn't is Nicorette gum? Is it giving you the nicotine?
1: Yeah, that's the idea. He's well,
0: yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> his one word. It's a bu- that you is see? the idea. You see how Ryan just jumps in there with that? That's the, the idea. idea. Yeah. Uh, but you know, we met at the uh in St. Louis, and
2: you were young. Dude. That was, uh and that was. I wasn't playing. We stood. We sat up in the box. Yeah. What? what because is, it was. Were, a, I think it was a preseason game. It was. It, it, was it a preseason? I think game? it was. That's
0: why I wasn't playing. Yeah. Well, you always you never less, rarely or maybe, games. Or maybe I was suspended. Actually, I might have been suspended. I think you were suspended. <laughs> I want to say you were suspended. I, think I was. That one game. I think I was. But suspended. then a beautiful friendship spawned. Yes. You know, and that's I met you, and I met uh, that night. I remember meeting Cornel, Jeff Cornell and I remember meeting. Uh, you know, there was Twister, and there was Jamal Myers, and there yep. was Elvis, uh, Jamie Rivers, yep. and there were, who else was there? Guy was a whole. That, that was the the St. Louis team, man. yeah yep. Were you on the you were on the Blues more than any other team? Yeah, ten years. Ten years. Was it the best of times for you there?
2: Yeah, it was a lot of fun.
0: We had a blast.
2: There was a lot of good times. A lot of uh, late nights. I, I remember one night, yeah. me and your boy Noodles,
0: Jamie McLennan, Jamie
2: McLennan were uh, coming back from our favorite local hotspot across the river in Western Illinois uh, called Pops. Still open there? Open Still 24-7. There. Still open. I haven't been there in God, I don't know how long. Uh, but it, we were in rush hour traffic going the other way. <laughs> going home at seven in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> I open the door to walk out, and I look. I'm like, "Oh my god, it's light out!"
0: My god! And they, for the players, they just love the players. They keep you guys there as long as you wanted, right? Oh, yeah. They weren't it's, kicking you out. No. Nah.
2: Well, actually, no. I think the bar is open 24 seven. So,
0: what, what bar is open 24 well, seven? That one was. <laughs> Jeez, go to go to Illinois, folks. Yeah. But I met you, and we hit it off. We started laughing. I remember doing impressions, and you were doing stuff. And we just got to kick. I think we were both just young, immature guys looking to have fun. We're kids. I remember doing Urban Legend. You flew up to Toronto, yep. and everybody, like Josh Jackson, the actor, you know, Josh, yep. he was just starstruck. It's it's funny, because when you meet other of actors... Of Mighty Ducks fame. Uh, yes, of Mighty Ducks fame, and then he went on to do other things like Dawson's Creek and what's uh, some other stuff, Ryan? Fringe. Fringe. You like the Fringe. <laughs> I didn't watch Fringe. Did you? <laughs> no.
2: You don't know the Fringe. No, I don't know like
0: Apparently, you. it was a big show. Yeah. But I remember him being, like, normally, you know, if I met Jack Nicholson, I'd be like, Holy... but with... With hockey players, Josh was just enamored. He's like Pronger. I'm like, yeah. And when we became friends, you weren't like a big star. You weren't a, like a huge name in hockey. I mean, you were the number two draft pick, right? Correct. And I'm trying to remember, but you weren't like you hadn't taken off. No,
2: no. I think I think that was the year that uh, I was up for the Norris. I think that was '97.
0: 96 or 97. Yeah, because we, we were about to film, we were filming The Tom Show, which was ranked the worst TV show in history. <laughs> it really was. It was ranked 133. I, in fact, I thought after you saw it, you wouldn't be returning my calls. Like I, I picked luckily the wrong actor me, to I hang out with. Luckily for me, I didn't watch it. <laughs> you really didn't. But why you, would I? You didn't watch
2: much. I, I like what I like, and I don't think that was in my wheelhouse.
0: And that's what why we became friends. It was doing Forrest Gump impressions. <laughs> it was talking uh, Slapshot, or it was talking stupid movies, Farley. That's the kind of mentality we were dealing with there. It was like, Baba, I got a farm Bubba. And I got you to come to Vegas to play in the uh, Jerry Brookheimer tournament, and we had Bubba jerseys. Which? Look at this. Got it? I'll post this. Oh, yeah. oh Bubba Jr. Love it. Love it. Signed by. uh Yeah, this is '99. It's signed by you, Bubba Senior, and I believe that might be Bubba Junior. Is that uh Wolfie? It could be. Let's see. Yeah, Scott Wolf. I don't know, but anyway, look at that. Isn't that crazy? And then I found all these other photos. Uh oh. I and mean, this dusting me dusting these off. Well, look at this. This is me, you, and me holding the cup in Anaheim. Yes,
2: yeah.
0: I'll post that.
2: Yeah, that's a good one.
0: That's you know I snuck on the ice. Huh. I was with a bunch of the guys, and I we had press passes to the locker room, but that was it. And I went up to the guy at the ice, and some people went. And I looked at the guy, I go, "This is my brother. Are you really gonna stop me here?" And he looked at me <laughs> for a long time. And I'm, I'm starting to get red, sweating. I'm like, "Dude, Ilya, Jim,
2: <laughs> you fucked it up." Again. I'm kidding. Jesus Christ, I'm kidding.
0: That was a joke. I know. Sean, yeah, He's my other brother. Yeah. your other mother. And the guy let me on the ice, <laughs> and I just started taking, you know, pictures with you guys, and. Yeah, we'll get to Anaheim. We'll get to Anaheim. Anaheim in in Anaheim. In, in Anaheim. But man, we we had so much fun. I remember just in. And we're gonna get to the to to you. The nuts and bolts. I've known you so long, and I've watched your career take off. You've seen mine take off. You've seen mine plummet. <laughs> uh, you know. <laughs> You know, I'm doing a podcast. Now. I mean, Laura you know. goes, "What is he doing now?" I go, "I don't know." But you know what's funny is I will say this: I love this more than I think I've loved ever anything. And and the reason why, and I think you, you sort of became a fan of this show. You, you're, well, I don't know if you listened to it, but you were like, "I want to be on there." Yeah, which means something. And I had hurt feelings that you didn't invite me. Well, you're in St. Louis, and it was wow. hard. But you're always invited. Open door. Wow. Open door policy. Open door policy. All right. All right. But listen. For this show, I've talked about it before, but for me, the letters I get, the the response from people like, I suffer from mental health, or I have anxiety, or, I have depression, or I had this in my life, but hearing uh, actors who always think everybody thinks they have the perfect life, or sports guys, you've been through ups and downs, man. You went, you know, you were this kid, you suspended injuries, I mean concussions, jail, jail. I mean you've been around and so it's like, you know, I was like, you know, now is the perfect time actually for you to come on because I think whether you're, you know, it doesn't matter if you're an athlete or an actor or you work, you know, a regular Lawyer, nine to five doctor. job, doctor, or something less important. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, a podcaster. Somebody who uh, speaks on a microphone and a podcast. You know, an engineer of a podcast. <laughs>
2: I mean, we could
3: go down the hill
0: here. <laughs> I love Ryan. He's going to be a huge success. And the reason I'm, you know, working with him, because I know he's going to bring me along somewhere with him. You know, right? Huh? I mean, if you pay me. I have to pay you to. Well, bring you got to start. On. You got to start at some point. Oh yeah, this has been fun. But he gets you know. paid. Don't not much, but he gets paid. <laughs> he gets paid. All right, so you're drafted number two. You're a guy that, like, first of all, go back to Dryden, Ontario. Yes, take it back to Dryden. You got an older brother, Sean, who's playing. He's he's getting popular in the area from playing hockey. You're like there's there's two of you, two of two, two yeah, of you. Just there's him. just you, you two. Yep, and. I mean, did you your parents seem like they were good folks, right? Yeah. Did they kind of let you get away with murder? That's what I'm guessing.
2: <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. My nickname growing up was Chaos. That's it? That's it. I, um every every day we either played road hockey, played hockey in the basement, played out on the outdoor rink, or we're practicing or playing down at the every local rink. Pretty what much, else is there to do? Pretty much driving? every day.
0: What else is there to well, do? Well, in the though?
2: summertime, then we would go swim and uh, golf, golfed a lot, um, just kind of fucked around like stupid kids. And did you always- You know what? what? We were allowed to be kids back then. That's the beauty of it.
0: They just said, you don't have- you know, come, I'd leave come back my house at eight,
2: and I'd come home at five, and God knows what I was doing.
0: But... And your parents never worried. He's going to take care of himself. His brother's watching him. He'll. Wow.
2: Where are you going to go? It's a little Dryden. What are you? Where are you going to go?
0: Yeah. What are you going to do? That's true. You, you know, might fall think... in an ice fishing hole or something. No, there was ice fishing there, right?
2: Oh yeah, great
0: ice fishing. You still go ice fishing there? No. Why not? It's too cold. You got too <laughs> cold soft. for Dryden. You got all soft <laughs> in your older soft. days because you used to want to do that. Yeah, I love
2: it. I love it. I go snow machining, do all that fun stuff. It's great. So but you're I'm yeah. too soft now.
0: Too soft. Your parents, so they let you go. Now, Jim was a drinker, right? (laughs) Not really, no. He wasn't? Because I always remember one story about your dad. The story of the olive oil. That was his buddy. That was Don. That wasn't him? No, that was Don. Remember, remember we were at dinner. Go ahead.
2: All right. We're at dinner, uh, local Italian joint in Clayton, where I lived. And me and you were at dinner with my dad and his friend Don. And Don's crushed from, it's after a game, Don's crushed. (laughs) And he keeps trying to grab his drink, but really it's the bottle of olive oil for the bread. (laughs) And I keep pushing it away, go, Don, no. And he keeps grabbing it, and I push it away. I go, Don, no. Finally, I move it over a different part of the table. And then me and you start talking, and I kind of forget about him. And sure enough, I look over, and he's <laughs> chugging this olive oil. I'm like, oh, my God. He's chugging What, about- what the fuck are you I remember- doing? I never forgot. I obviously
0: <laughs> did forget. I thought Andrew, it was your dad.
2: Yeah, and by the way, that night, he got up at like 4 in the morning to take a shit and broke the toilet. And somehow figured out a way to turn the water off in his he broke the toilet for me well that makes i don't sense. know if he like dropped down on it or leaned back too hard the toilet fucking broke and he had the wits about him to turn the water off at the bottom
0: did your you and your dad ever get into any kind of altercations because i noticed like you're a hockey player sean's a hockey player dad's a big guy he's like you know did you ever get into things where you're like you hey because i know you I know you have, you're have. you a hothead sometimes, and you like things done your way, whether you're playing or whether you're a control freak. Like me, at times, you like things your way. Did it ever occur to you, like, you stepped over the line, you're like, yeah, fuck that, I'm not fucking doing that, Dad. I know that happened. I want you to tell me a story that you recall where you and Jimbo got into it. He only got mad at me twice,
2: like where he was pissed, where I was like, oh, fuck, I'm dead. How old were you? Uh, I was 14, maybe. And what happened? How tall are you at fourteen? Uh, I was six one, maybe six two, So six, you thought one, I'm cool? No, I, I just no. I was. I did. I can't remember what I did, but he was pissed, and he came firing home and was like, "Fucking sat me down I was like, I don't ever want to fucking see you do that." First time he ever swore at me too. And really? He was so mad. Were you scared? I was just like, "Holy shit, I'm fucking dead here." <laughs> <laughs> I went. I got up and I stood around behind the couch so I could get out of the way. I was like, holy shit, he's pissed.
0: But never like a smack or a no, my grab. mom.
2: No, my mom was usually the disciplinarian. She'd spank you. She would spank me, and then she used to hit me with a wooden spoon. But when I was eight, I clinched the old butt cheek, and the spoon broke, and I turned around and started laughing at her,
0: and that was the end of that. I'm doing squats, bitch.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I ain't going to work no more with your
0: fucking spoon. <laughs> No, I mean, but you're already, like, a strong kid. I mean, you grew so fast. Did you know you were going to do something? Did you know? No.
2: You know what? I always tell people they don't, you know, I'm super small town, middle of of nowhere, no internet, no frigging nothing. You don't even know. Like, I used to get the Hockey Digest and the Hockey News once a week. That's the only hockey information I had. We only got Hockey Night in Canada one night a week on Saturdays. There was no other hockey games on TV, so that's it. That's why we're outside. We're outside every day. So that's That's why why Canadians,
0: more Canadians, make it to the NHL than any other country. Well, but that's changing.
2: That I think Canada is like forty-five percent in the league now.
0: What is it, Slovakia or some
2: shit? No, the US is. I think twenty-five percent. It's the
0: it's skewing more. Yeah, it's shifting. The tides are shifting. The tides. Um, So really, all you could do was go outside and play, play, and and play hockey and do whatever. I mean, but but you think about it. I mean are out you're outside you're being a kid you're
2: outside you're screwing around with your friends i think we had a close-knit group of friends who whom you've met that we all lived you know oh well, you're not like you're living too far anywhere in in town but we all lived fairly close we all congregated your parents knew where you were they knew who you were with you know and they're they were friends with their parents right so it, you know it was all it was easy yeah do you still easy have, growing up you, easy yeah but i never had any information on Anybody that my age that played down in Toronto or played out in Vancouver or Calgary or any of the big Montreal, any of the big cities in Canada, I didn't know who they were. Right. I didn't know anybody. And then I went to a camp, uh, down in, I think it was Guelph where Guelph. Was Guelph, uh, that's in Ontario. It's about an hour and a half from Toronto and really just started to see these kids. I didn't know how good I was. I didn't know, you know, you don't really know. You play in the local tournaments. You know, we'd, barred, we'd go as Winnipeg. You play against some kids, but you don't really know. But did anybody go that prong kid? You know, the giant. I was I was always, from my age group, I was always the kid, best kid on the team. Um, you know, I played up a little bit. You know, I was one of the better kids. Uh, I think being tall, you have that allure or that aura of, oh, he's big. <laughs> I was skin and bones, but I was tall. Were so, you tough? Were you always tough? Uh, I was mean. I liked um, altercations. You like, uh, like? No, I mean, I I fought a little bit, but I didn't. I fought when I needed to, but I didn't fight all the time. I didn't.
0: You know, I was playing so much that it's tiring. And nobody wants
2: wrestling around. Wrestling like that, around. That's tiring. Did
0: anybody did like when you were younger? Did people even did pick fights with you? They go, I'm going to take the big guy down. Uh, yeah, sometimes. Did you know. ever get taken down?
2: Uh, you got to pick your battles. I didn't. uh, You
0: know that a smart player
2: will always pick his battles. One of the things that I know the best, I know who's on the ice at all times. I know who's coming on the ice. I know who's leaving the ice. I know matchups. I know who's behind
0: you, who's around you. I know everything. I know everything that's going on. Is that something that was just natural to you, or did you really have to learn that? uh, Because that's multitasking in many different ways, right? I mean,
2: it's sense. It's awareness. You know, some of it's hockey sense. Some of it's awareness and knowing what's going on around you. Street smarts. All that shit plays into it, I think. Um, But I think just always knowing and understanding your role, understanding your matchup, understanding what you have to do to be successful, what you got to do to win. I just wanted to win. Right, you know, and there's some hurt feelings uh, at times.
0: Were you? <laughs> but a, I just want to win. Like, were you that's a it. crier when you were a kid? It seems to me like you were like there's those kids uh, that are so full of anger and so full of emotion that if something didn't happen, you go fuck and you start crying. Uh, not at a young I mean, age. I would fly off the handle. I would.
2: I don't know if I cried a ton. You break your stick. You throw shit. Oh yeah, I got. Oh fuck.
0: Yeah. Well, I remember you sh- playing hockey with uh, <laughs> you. I think it was you and Jack, your little Jack. Yeah. We have the same birthday. You and Al, him, Al McGinnis, and myself. Yeah, Al McGinnis, one of the best slap shots ever in hockey. If you want to look him up, um, Google him. But I remember we were just taking some soft shots on goal. He was playing goalie, and if you let a fucking goal, and he go, ah, fuck. You him, and you look at me and go, don't fucking score on him. Yeah, don't score on him, or that's what's gonna happen. <laughs> that's what's gonna happen. I mean, and he's a big one now too, huh? Yeah, he's uh, six seven. He's six foot seven, Jack. <laughs> yeah. And he's obviously, where was he playing? He's playing basketball. He just said no to hockey.
2: Uh, he was playing and then just, he was good. He was all right. And then he just, you know what? He kept growing and, you know, it's awkward. And he's playing like, high school hockey? Nope. He's not playing hockey at all. I mean, he, none of them. I'm he's sorry, playing, basketball. Yeah, he's playing high school basketball. So is George. And George George is 6'2 now. <laughs> George was a little turd. <laughs> he's 6'2. And what's 2 Ella now? doing? He might, who, Lila? Lila, fuck. You're fucking up every name, aren't you?
0: I, fuck. It's hard with all these names. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> Yeah, she's probably five feet uh, doing her art and
0: tennis, and she's the easiest of the bunch. She's an old soul. It's nice to get to... We're going to get to all the dirt and stuff, because, you know, you talk about growing up... Shit, there's so much dirt. (laughs) Now, dirt, when I say dirt, it's just like, you know, people... Like, I wrote some shit down. Like, I I know you, so to speak. You know, I don't know exactly how to pronounce your mom's fucking name. So we're tight. uh, So we're tight. Well, you know, it's been years, because we really hung out a long time... A lot... And then you and got then you, and then you got famous. No, no, no. Well, yeah, smallville yeah. hit. That's yeah. not true. But I was in Vancouver ten months a year for seven years. Yeah, well. But then you got married, obviously, and you had a family, and you started playing, and things. You started changing the teams you were playing for. <laughs> you are playing from the Blues. I wasn't necessarily <laughs> the Blues them. to the Oilers <laughs> to the Anaheim Ducks to the Flyers. Some would say to the Coyotes, but you really didn't. <laughs> I mean, that was uh, <laughs> that's sort of true. Um. I mean, look, we both went our separate ways, but I was always like, man, I do miss those times with prongs. I do miss those, you know, times with, you know, McLennan was the the coach, Joel McLennan. No, Joel Quenville. Quenville.
2: What did I say? (laughs) Jamie McLennan, you are having a tough goal right now. We'll edit
0: that out, huh? Hang on, let's start again. Joel Quenville,
2: (laughs) right? Quenville
4: was your
0: coach. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know, here's the thing. Most people that are listening to this, look... If they're not a hockey fan, they're probably like, oh, McLennan is.
1: <laughs> He's a great coach. <laughs> He's a great
0: coach. And I love Quenville. I remember Quenville seeing me come to your some of your games on the road or whatever, and he'd see me show up to the, like, you know, we go back to the hotel because we're going to go out. He'd yeah. look at me and go, hey, this is on you. <laughs> like, don't, don't I, you're in charge of him. Don't like, take the I'm big like, guy down. I'm like, nobody's in charge of him. I remember going <laughs> in, in Toronto when you came up for Urban Legend. We went to a bar and some guy was just trying to be a hothead some yep. guy was just trying to go oh there's chris pronger nhl star he's a tough guy he's like yeah fuck you and you're like yeah bud come on you didn't let's not do this you were trying to do the right thing but then you had another you know a couple couple of drinks and you're like yeah you know what fuck you buddy <laughs> fuck you You, you fu- let's go outside and i'm like no 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 we're not gonna do this that was, you know, you got to remember, I was twenty. You 26 years old. No, I was like 23, I think. Oh, yeah, you're younger than me, so yeah. you're, you're a kid. What I'm yeah. saying is you're a kid at the time, but this guy started with you. Did you have a lot of that where guys would just start shit Not, with you? You know
2: what? Not a ton. I think as we age, you figure out life, you figure things out. I think a lot of times early on, like once I turned pro, 18, 19, 20, 21, it, it was a little awkward where people – they want to say something, and it always comes out bad. Always. And, and I don't like people staring at me, so they're staring at you. They don't know what to say. So then you're like, what the fuck's your problem? <laughs> you know, like, they're they're uh, kind of, I don't know, starstruck, whatever. So you they're don't like,
0: even know that they're just starstruck. You don't know, you they're just well, but they're dicks. staring at you,
2: like, kind of awkwardly, and you're like, what the fuck is your problem?
0: When you're young, you don't realize. you're, And like, you did a lot of that. Yeah. And, <laughs> and it didn't end well. <laughs> no, I never got in any fights. You never, never got in nope, fights. So no nope. did you always hang around other guys that would fight
2: No, I never I'd never been the only, the only and it wasn't even a fight. The only time anything like that ever the happened. Brawl. The alleged brawl in Buffalo. So it were, wasn't a
4: brawl? Because no. you got
0: suspended.
2: No, I didn't get suspended. You they didn't. couldn't. They couldn't because we were it was like mid to late March. Boston and Buffalo were fighting it out for a playoff spot. There was nine of us in the bar. And they who wouldn't... was it? Twister? No, no. This is when I was in Hartford. But there was nine of you. Yeah, yeah. We, uh, we spent the night in jail, and you didn't hit one person. No, nobody on our side touched a soul. I was actually being the peacemaker. What? Well, there was freaking six bouncers coming at us, and we're like, "Hey, relax." Well, we're they're coming here. at you.
0: They didn't swing punch. They throw punches. They step. They're stepping forward. We'd step back.
2: They step forward. We step back. We're like, "Hey, we'll leave."
0: You
2: they don't just want wanted them. to fight you. Yeah.
3: Were you Everybody. scared?
2: No. A little? No, because then the guy kept pushing, kept pushing. I'm like, all right, listen. Stop. Please stop. We'll leave. And then he started chirping more. And you're like, all right, finally, you're like, okay, fuck it. Let's go then. And then the cops came busting in. So they had called the cops. The cops come busting in. We didn't, there was no punches thrown on our side. We were getting maced. We're getting our... You know, they had, maced you. Yeah, the cops. The cops. You did. got maced. My I I couldn't figure out. I was trying to figure out. I'm like, man, why is my ear so sore? Because they started and it I burns. Turned, I turned and my whole ear was raw. And I was like, what the hell is wrong with my ear? And then I remember, I'm like, oh shit, I got maced. One another player got they he got cuffed and then they maced him. Like it was a total disgrace. And this was in Buffalo. Yeah. Do you hate Buffalo to this day for that? Uh, I do, I do. You just got a bad taste in your Every mouth. Every time I'm there, I break out in hives. <laughs> That's a <laughs> fucking lie. But no, <laughs> I just it. I just you don't like I'm in it. In and out. I'm in and out. If I got to be there, I'm there. In my room. I I'm not going out. I'm not. I'm just. I'm done.
0: You know what would be fun? Why don't you and I take a trip to that bar back in Buffalo and step in <laughs> see what's happened after all these years. <laughs> hey is that that motherfucker you know what you know what the funniest mom it's funny now but
2: then we're in the bar the bar is right across the street from the police station they put us in police cars and fucking drove us around the fucking city laughing and chirping us i mean it was i go wow i didn't even know the cop shop was across the street i
0: went back there and later i'm like what the well, didn't they get reprimanded? Did anyone ever write an article about the police no, in the Buffalo? No, no. But that's pretty fucked up. They no just wanted shit. to get a rise out of you guys. Yeah. and They, it, they wanted to be a, we didn't, a mockery. We didn't, take, we didn't take the bait. But oh. you still got maced. You still got arrested. Yeah. Does it still piss you off to this day? Yeah, it does.
2: It does? Yeah. And then, <laughs> so one of the bouncers kicked a guy and broke his toe. So who do you think got sued? And you had to pay it? No, fuck no. I, and I, it was like two or three years later. All of a sudden, you get served with a lawsuit. I'm like, lawsuit for what? Pain and suffering. Guy broke his toe cheap-shotting a guy when he was on the ground. And we're going to give him money. No.
0: Did you have to pay for your drinks? No. Oh, good. Fuck him. <laughs> Fuck them. And I know you probably had a lot. So then you were traded from Hartford. Obviously, everybody yep. knows the story for Shanahan, right? Yeah. You get traded to the blues yep. and that's when the real, and I remember reading articles along the way, like Keenan was like, Oh, he's impatient. He's immature. I mean, you're young. You're 24, yeah. 25. No, you I was are. 20, 20. I got, tr- when I got traded there, I was 20. I mean, I don't know how you do it. If you look back, it's just like, yeah, of course.
2: Well, you know The, the funny part and the stupid part as kids and then growing up and adult and understanding a lot more, you just wish what you know now you could
0: have known then, but why? Then you don't have those memories. <laughs> a lot of stupid fun. memories. A lot of stupid and memories. if you don't make those mistakes, you know, they always say, or, you know, I it's saw it. what a, makes you, Michael. What? It's what makes you. It, well, it's, it's what makes you. It Ryan? Makes mold you. Yeah. You don't look like you do much stupid shit in your life. No. You no, kind of I, like. No,
1: I, I keep a good. Yeah. You have a good head on your shoulders. Yeah. It's, it's screwed up pretty tight.
0: Yeah. It's taken, <laughs> 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 it looks like it. He is. He's, <laughs> he's mature. And let me tell you, it hurts. It does. Yeah.
1: I could see that. Yeah.
0: Spielberg said uh I've quoted this he's the most immature person there is believe it or not Steven Spielberg says he's the most immature, but he's incredibly responsible and those two things it's okay if you're responsible if you're immature and irresponsible you're You're fucked (laughs) you are fucked right it's all right because Sean had a uh, successful career he went to the NHL he wrote a book great guy smart guy good hockey player was there any uh, brother jealousy issues ever growing up, whatever? Like he was big no. brother, and then all of a sudden you became the MVP Norris Trophy winner. No, I think when you you
2: look at and you ask me about growing up and Dryden, he left when I got to high school. He left to go play junior hockey in Thunder Bay, so we didn't even go to high school together. Were you bummed? A little bit, I think. You know, where you're, you you want to have that experience, but you know there was the f- the the friendly brotherly rivalry right you know where you're competing you're i'm as a younger brother you're always trying to you know i i truly believe that was a big part of my success was always playing against
0: bigger stronger
2: kids older kids
0: you know you've got to keep up that scene in young blood where uh he goes out there (laughs) and the older brother teaches him how to fight yeah did that ever happen with you and uh no no is that you think that there's any truth to that scene <laughs> <laughs> stupid stupid question remember Farley,
4: he would interview
0: <laughs> right i mean was there ever a moment where you're like i gotta learn how to fight did someone teach you to fight did you take boxing lessons no I mean, you just no. knew how to throw a punch
2: well i think you you knew to tuck your your, your, I'm your, a very, your
0: thumb around the, the fist
2: i'm a very visual learner you learn real quick how to play defense or at least i did um I don't know too many guys that like getting punched in the face. No. So there are some that do. but Do you at all? Like getting punched in the face? Do you like punching people in the face? <laughs> uh, it felt pretty good back in the day, yeah.
0: Yeah. What What's one fight that you remember just in the NHL that you punched someone and, boy, did that feel fucking I, good?
2: I fought Todd Simpson in Calgary one night. This was 96. It might have been my big year. I'm trying to think where he was cock, cocking off. and What was he saying? I don't know. just the acting tough and it was, we were in a big scrum and i don't i don't necessarily think he thought i was gonna fight so we, there was two fights going on i was one of them there was another one going on and i was like all right well, well then let's go he was acting tough and i'm like okay let's go then and boom gloves came off i'm like i'm not gonna I'm not gonna wait for him so then i dropped my gloves he's like oh my god you suckered me i go i did not i go you you wanted to fight i said let's go then is it I go, one punch? No, 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 no. It was a good fight. I, I hit him with a good left that kind of buckled him. I think it kind of surprised him because he tried to switch, and then I switch and hit him first with my left. <laughs> and he's like, oh,
0: no row row do you <laughs> do you think that uh you know a lot of times players in, in the nhl especially people don't understand this be like i hate hockey the fight it's so stupid i'm like you don't understand you have to be a part of it it's imagine being as intense and competitive as you possibly can and the hits and this and that and something happens and you can change the the outcome of a game by getting the crowd into it getting it and and you get into this fight and then afterwards, even though it seems like these two people hate each other, is, isn't it true that hockey players can go to a bar and go, hey, what's up? You know, I th- I think when
2: fighting is about emotion and the mental and physical aggression that trying to win at all costs and, you know, your your anger gets better. And you're like, all right, fuck it, let's go. You know, those are the ones where you, you just can see the passion between the two guys and you're like, okay, I get it. The stage fighting, I was never a big fan of, you know, it didn't really serve too much of a purpose, Um, you know, and then there, obviously, you get the guys that need to come out and be like, hey, settle down.
0: (laughs) The big boys come out
2: and go, settle down. And you're like, okay, and you can just feel the temperature just, okay, (laughs) things are calming down just a teensy bit. Um, But, you know, you two guys battling in front of the net or in the corner and, you know, all of a sudden you hit the guy either too hard or you punch him in the back of the head or you know, whatever, you stick him in the groin. <laughs> uh, slash him behind the knee. You gotta, to wear, you gotta wear the double cup of yeah, prongers. Whatever. Or whatever. Something happens and you know, then it's you know, it's all about the emotion and and aggression of that particular moment. Well, some people would say, Hey, pronger's one of the dirtiest players that ever lived. I listen. I wanted to win. That's it. So if people have a problem with it my teammates didn't have a problem with it <laughs> of course they didn't <laughs> so you know it's it's again you're one of those guys where you people love to hate you but they want you on
0: their team yeah so i'm, I'm good with it chippy yay chippy yes did your coaches ever say prongs i need you in this game <laughs> well keep and the that, stick down
2: well and that goes back to you know, fighting and some of the you know stuff i'm like yes the coaches would be like hey we need you on the ice, you know, starts get chipping like, hey, don't get into a fight or don't do this. There are moments where they try to curtail your aggression, uh, you know, depending upon the game and situations, et cetera. But um, for the most part, no, they, you play how you play and you just got to
0: kind of live with it. Yeah, did you ever feel like I lost the game for us tonight? I no. got that penalty. No, With three minutes left. We had the chance. I got the penalty. Did no, you, did you ever, were you no, ever hard because you know
2: what? You're gonna, you're gonna, there are gonna be moments where you take those. But if we're winning the game or a tie like that, I'm not necessarily looking for something like that. You know, trying to catch a guy
0: coming across the middle, or I'm not trying to take a guy out in the corner too hard. If you um, do something, it's an accident. Trying to save somebody from yeah, scoring a breakaway yeah, goal. Yeah, I mean,
2: you got to do what you got to do sometimes, but. I never, I never let, I would leave a game if I didn't, if I thought I didn't play good, I'd be pissed off at myself. And, you know, I think as I aged, I learned to leave the game and that game at the rink. But early on in my career, man, I'd friggin' there'd be games that would last a week where I'd be like, fuck, I, I didn't play very good. And I've already played three more games since then. What that is, is that's a little anxiety.
0: You, you, you had anxiety. Oh, 100%. I mean, how did you deal? Did you, I guess, drinking, right? (laughs) I guess you'd go after a game and you want to get a drink. You know what? I didn't, I really didn't drink
2: a ton during the season. You know, you'd get, you'd get the three days in between games. And obviously there's a flashing green light after that last game. You got three days off. So you're going to have time to recover. You're going to go have a good time. Right. Um, But I really, I picked my, my spots and uh, I, I
0: really didn't drink a ton during the season. Did you did you uh or were you intimidated of any? There was was there one player or a couple players in the league when you played them, you're like, fuck. Like intimidated in a sense that they're too they, good or they're or, too bad. Or they're gonna get they're gonna get around me every once in a while. Uh, or, or 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 No, no, I didn't I think you, you go into
2: those situations with the awareness of how good they are and with the uh idea of pre-scouting you know back again this is before the ridiculous amount of video that these guys do now you were just watching tape i'm watching yeah i'm watching tape or i'm watching highlights and seeing the different moves that they have so that hey okay oh i just saw him make this so when he cuts this way he's gonna try this move you're just banking all this stuff up in the old rolodex up top and uh you know should you should you get into that situation you have an idea of the different moves that they can make or or try on you and usually uh Usually you're going to be able to stop them, but there
0: was moments where you're like, "Holy fuck, this guy's pretty good." Who was players that you just thought, "Wow, these guys are, are great. These are great. They're hard to play against. I don't look forward to playing against them." Or maybe you did. Yeah, I, I like playing against. I mean, that's where you kind of test yourself. That's I
2: like playing. That's against. It's like playing
0: with the uh, bigger guys
2: back yeah, when you were younger, right? You, like, you want to test yourself. You want to. You're only going to get better playing against the best players. But who are they to you? Who were the players well, that, that you thought well, were the best? No, they they were at the time. You know, you look at the Russian Five. I, I'm actually Detroit, in. Detroit, God. I'm in yes. that, uh, I think it's the Red Army or the Russian. One of those movies that they just made. Yeah, for uh, yeah, yeah. I'm in, I think it's the Red Army one. I'm in there just getting worked over. Really? Tic-tac, <laughs> tic-tac-toe. Tick, tack, I'm like, fuck. Why do you pick that clip? Yeah. Take, still thinking t- about the game. Can you? you <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, fuck, I remember that. That was brutal. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so those guys, especially I remember when the Blues could never get past Detroit. Yeah. I remember going to those games. I remember with no time left, McGinnis for the Blues fires that slap shot, I think from half ice, and it goes in and ties the game. And you guys just got so close with those fucking Red Wings, but you couldn't get them, right? How frustrating was that? Uh, it was a thorn in my side. It was it, it,
2: it those those losses, especially when you see them to go on and win. Grinds on you. You're always and you're always getting the questions. What's wrong with you guys? Why can't you beat them? Why can't you do this? Why can't you, you know that everybody's always second guessing? Everybody's a fucking armchair quarterback. <laughs> Fuck. It's so true. Oh my I'm god. It's because it's. Of. Oh, by the way, because it's so fucking easy. It's, it's so, so easy to easy. win. It's so
0: easy to win. Why don't you just do that? Oh, yeah. really? Why don't you learn how to fucking skate? <laughs> I'm I'm doing what you do on <laughs> skates on a thin <laughs> blade on ice and- speeds of over 40 miles an hour you fuck it's an incredibly hard sport yeah and intense and you're playing at high speeds the best athletes in the world and you're going down to the wire and what sucks probably for you is like you knew that if the blues would have won those games or won that series they probably would have won the stanley cup or had a good
2: chance yep absolutely and that's what hurts the most yeah and we had some really good teams it's uh just yeah they they the losses eat me up more than the wins oh of course I mean you, you, I mean there's nothing better than winning I just hate losing more than I love winning it hurts more to lose than it does feeling great to win yeah that's my mindset and other people you know they can slough off the losses it's easy for them and just for me it was never easy <phone rings>
0: Inside of you is brought to you by Factor. I love Factor
1: Meals, Ryan. Do you know this? Yes. Why do you know this? Because I've seen them in your fridge and you've offered me some. And you've had them. And I've had them. And you love them. I do. Because I asked you every time. Mm
0: -hmm. Um, Look, I spent an enormous amount of money using delivery services for food or going grocery shopping and never eating the food that I buy or too many leftovers. And it's just, I waste so much money. And, you know factor meals has really changed my life in a lot of ways because they have so many different meals like 35 different meals more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week and it takes just two minutes so it doesn't matter how busy you are it's two minutes to cook this stuff you always have time to enjoy nutritious great tasting meals and that's what factor does um I, I i just can't get over all the things they have like filet mignon shrimp black and salmon Um, their breakfast items, everything dessert. It's, it's perfect for my lifestyle. And I think it's perfect for a lot of lifestyles. Um, yeah, you can crush your wellness goals. This may with
1: dietitian approved meals and ingredients
0: that you can trust.
1: Keep kitchen time to a minimum. Factor Meals are ready in two minutes. No shopping, prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. Enjoy effortless support for your lifestyle. Choose from six menu preferences to help you
0: manage calories, maximize protein intake, avoid meat, or simply eat well-balanced. Warm, sunnier days are calling, Michael. Well, yes, they are. Fuel up for them with Factors No Prep No Mess Meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus and Keto. Factors Fresh, never frozen meals, are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. It's pretty incredible. Head to factor slash inside fifty and use code inside50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code inside50 at factormeals.com slash inside50 to get 50% off your first box plus off your next month while your subscription is active. Factor Meals. Inside of You is brought to you by Neurohacker, Qualia Synalytic. Let me tell you something. If you haven't tried this, you are missing out. I just sent this to my mom. I have it. I use it. It's a product that I didn't, they weren't even my sponsor when I was using this. And I was like, wow, why do I have more focus or energy? Why do I feel better? Why do I feel different? It's because I take... Qualia Synalytic, Neurohacker. Look, if someone would have told me, Ryan, that there are science-backed ingredients that could help me feel 15 years younger in a matter of months, I wouldn't have believed it. But uh, I tried Qualia Synalytic, and the rest is history.
1: As we age, everyone accumulates senescent cells in their body. Senescent cells may cause symptoms of aging such as aches and discomfort, slow workout recoveries, sluggish mental and physical energy associated with that middle-aged feeling.
0: I definitely feel that, and uh, for me, the aches and pains are less lessened by this, so that is a real important thing for me. Help resist aging at the cellular level, folks. Try Qualia Senolytic. Go to neurohacker.com slash inside, neurohacker, N-E-U-R-O-H-A-C-K-E-R, neurohacker.com slash inside for up to $100 off, and use code
1: INSIDE at checkout for an additional 15% off. That's neurohacker.com slash inside for an extra 15% off your purchase.
0: How grateful are you? Are you able to be grateful? Has it taken time to take a step back? I once read something. There's an article in Sports Illustrated or something about you a couple years ago or whatever. And how you went through such a hard time because, you know, you had the concussions and you had the eye injury. You went through fucking hell with the eye thing. I mean, hell. I know how bad you wanted to get back. I know how you know how hard you fought to get back, but you know, you had a limitation. Yeah. There's something that, you know, just yep. was this is life. Yep. And when how hard was it to finally accept that? Did you have to go through therapy? Did you have to like were you say, hey, I'm fucking like I remember were you're hurting your family inadvertently? Were you a pain in the ass to be around? Were you miserable? The first year when I first got hurt, I remember like
2: three or four days into being hurt, I was sat in my room in the dark for nine days. And, you know, I'd try to get up, take a leak in the middle of the night. I'm falling into walls. I'm all over the place. <laughs> well, why? Just like my head. I couldn't. Concussion. Yeah, I just couldn't catch my bearings.
0: How scary is
2: that? Well, at the time, you're not, you're probably a little bit out of it, but you're you're also just trying to get back. So you're, I just always used to push, you know, my knees start. Well, you just don't worry about it. You know, oh, my head's around. Well, just don't worry about it. You know, you just try to push this stuff aside. Ice and, down, at the game. You'll be yeah, fine. F- yeah, throw a little ice on it. Whatever. Rub some ointment on it. <laughs> it'll be fine. It'll be good. You're fine. Um, you know, and I just always had that old school mindset of mind over matter. Just fucking don't worry about it. It's not, it'll, it'll go away or, you know, it always has gone away before. It'll go away. You know, I get my bell rung a few times. It always went away. You know, it just, this one just kind of stuck there and hung around and hung around and what year was this uh, 2011 2011 yeah it just so, wouldn't go away well i just i was getting nauseous and driving like i had to drive my car at night with shades on because the lights coming at me bothered to live in hell out of me
0: so i'm driving around my car in my shades <laughs> <laughs> so you can't even think of playing no, in a fucking and arena. Go,
2: and i used to go over the bridge over to the game rink and, you know, do, 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 do. I used to get so freaking nauseous, just the you can remember it now. Oh. Like it's, I could I could see you feeling awful. It. Oh yeah. yeah. You just start to get sick to your stomach and then your head gets all fucked up and you're like, oh, and then you're showing up at the rink. You're like, I'm going home. Fuck this. You know, like ultimately when I, when I told, you know, when I went to see the doctor and they're like, yeah, oh, you're done. He said that. Yeah. He's like, f- he's what was like, how what- the fuck are you playing? Cause I, I was playing. So I came back and I played five games and then I was off. Well, I mean, I just wasn't myself. You and, know, and I were was you nauseous, were you on the no- be- nauseous on I the I was ice. a little nauseous on the bench. You know, and my eyes were, the bright lights were bothering me. I had a headache, you know, all the, all the symptoms. But again, I was just like, eh, fuck it. It'll go away. And it, I was actually getting worse, not better. And it was bothering me more and more. Finally, I told the trainer, I go, something's wrong. I gotta fucking see the doctor. So the doctor, and I see the doctor and she's like, wow, well, we got to send you to Pittsburgh and go see the concussion guy. And I get there and I see him and he's looking at my file and you know, you fill out the forms. How many concussions have you had? I'm like, I don't fucking know hundred. When you think about it, when you're a kid, you're banging your head on the wall. Well, that's, you know, when you're seeing stars, you start trying to understand what is a concussion? What is the medical term? And what is the medical diagnosis of what is a concussion. There's so many different. Right. I'm seeing stars. You know, think about back to when you I you're blacked out. I blacked I... out. I'm seeing stars. I got a stinger. I got a. You know, you know. I got hit one night in L.A. Here, friggin' two bright lights. I, you would never know it was an innocuous hit. Just hit me in the jaw, kind of coming across really quick. It was quick. We both fell. And then you were I, fine. I was. I was right beside our bench. I'm like, oh fuck. I'm like, oh my god. I, as soon as I opened my eyes, fucking two bright lights. Coming out, and uh, thank God I was right beside the our bench. I just stepped onto the bench, sat down. I called the trainer. And I go, oh, dude, I got two bright lights. You know, this is like mid-90s. Then he's like, oh, okay, well, are you? can you play? And I'm like, yeah, I'm good. I can just, I sat back in the rocking chair <laughs> and just kind of used my peripheral vision and looked, kind of lifted my head up so that the bright lights weren't straight ahead where everybody was. I just kind of lifted my head up. Jesus. <laughs> and you weren't shit. scared at all.
0: Well, something but you like know, that but happened you don't, to me. I'm out. But you
2: don't know any fucking better. Yeah, that's what you do. And, and that's I play hockey. That's what I do. And you know you're, you know, I think it was in the playoffs, so you're just playing. You're not really paying attention to a lot of that stuff.
0: I mean, that's terrifying. Like I'm hearing this, and like, but but when you went to that doctor for the first time, or not the
2: first oh, time. Oh, yeah. But, so to get back to that, yeah. he, he he looks at my file and he looks at it's kind of looking at me checking me out and he comes back he's like how, how are you playing you you were just you just played i go yeah i played five games he's like what the hell were you doing <laughs> you should not be playing i go huh okay i mean ever i'm like what he's like you're you you can not play anymore you're done just like that well you looked at sink? my. well you're kind of like well ah, you know we'll see you know, you're like, ah, well. see. Was there a part of you that goes,
0: my God, I think he's right. What if he is? Well, I I when
2: do. you never really go through your whole file. You're not going through all your... At this point, I've had 13 surgeries. On your eye? No, no. 13 surgeries on my oh, body. Oh, your knee. my your... body, my back, my knee, my wrist, my hand, all the different things. My foot, all the different stuff. And you're like, okay. You're looking at that. And your fucking file's like this thick. And you're like, mm, yeah, maybe this time. <laughs> I don't know. Do I really? Can my body really take this pounding? Can it really? And do you, know, you want now to? Your head, well, now your head's all fucked up, and you're like, my eye was fucked up, my head was fucked up. Where is it going to end? You know. And now Lauren's like, "What are you thinking about here?" I'm like, "I don't know." And then the doctor, it's almost like he did me a favor. It's like you're done. And then, and then you know what? And then Ed Snyder, the owner of the Flyers, she, you know, his uh, his son-in-law is a doctor, so he shows him the file, and the son-in-law's like. How's this guy playing? He's like, this guy can't play. He had the same diagnosis. He's like, Jesus. oh, my God, this guy can't play anymore. And
0: Ed, the owner, is probably awesome. thinking. No, he was awesome. He, awesome. he wasn't saying, shit, he's got four more years. No, he through. was awesome. He was the best. Health is wealth, my friend. He was the
2: best. He was like, then you're done. You're done. You know? Did,
0: you, was... did you get emotional? Do you think you ever, have you still uh, yet? Yeah, Has it hit you even? Like, look, I know you. You're the kind of guy that, look, I, I don't cry in front of people. I mean, maybe a little bit. <laughs> only, at, I, only, at, only at your movie premieres. Yes. Well, afterwards. When, <laughs> <laughs> when <they're> like, <laughs> oh, my God. Fuck, I'm so sorry you had to go through that. <laughs> Why did you
4: have to deal with
0: it? But let me ask you something. I know you prongs. You're a tough guy. And I got a little surprise, su- a surprise for you here in a second. But uh, the guys that know you, the guys that have seen you, you're, you're tough as nails. You're giving. I remember just going to the um, the All Star, the NHL All Star game with you. Afterwards, you got jerseys for everybody, signed by everybody. You got me the Can- Team Canada jersey signed. You threw it to me. You threw it to your dad. You threw it to your friends. You got them all signed. You went in there. You're the you're a giving guy. You're always there. You're fucking. You're funny. You're impatient as fuck. But, <laughs> stubborn, but I yeah, stubborn as fuck. Yeah, the most stubborn. But I've just never seen you you know and maybe you do this behind closed doors i just can't even with lauren it's probably hard you're just a tough you're you've grown up to be tough you're six foot six you're a fucking you're like you know when quint is talking about the shark and jaws and stuff, <laughs> he's an eating machine he's a fucking you know his eyes roll over black he's had lifeless eyes like a doll's eyes you know <laughs> <laughs> that's what i'm fucking thinking and i'm looking at you is there ever a moment where you the superhuman prongs just goes i don't know for me it's like watching a rocky scene from the movie rocky in my basement alone and just like the tears start coming and i get the emotions out or is there ever an emotional moment where you cried to lauren or you cried and said i just i i need to let this out yeah no i you know what i never
2: felt Sorry for myself. I had a long career. I had I did everything that I could. You know, at the same said Sidney Crosby was going through the same thing at the same time, and you try to compare. And at the time, you're like, he was 24 or whatever he was, and you're like, at that age, you're like, that's a lot to be given up. Yeah. You know, because people, people were talking, about, well, maybe you should retire. Maybe I'm like, no, oh, that's uh times up,
0: it just like it that.
2: Is. It is. You know, there are moments where you're sitting at home and you're watching the game, and you're like, fuck. If I was there, that if I was there, that wouldn't happen. Or if I was there, we would have won that game. Or you know, you ever mean,
0: look back though, and like you'll watch a clip from Anaheim when you're holding the cup up, and brings tears of joy to your eyes. Uh, you know what? More relief, relief that you're finally able to to
2: win it. You know, because every player, like think about Ray Bork at forty. Every player, that's what they want to win. They're all, but it's the holy but, grail. But the whole world gauges you want. well. How many cups has he won? Well, not everybody has the chance to play with the Red Wings in the nineties or play with the freaking blackhawks They're like
0: it's rare
2: it's rare so you get guys oh my god he's a five time or play with the oilers in the 80s like
0: uh, holy fuck how many they win six five five five, five. they should have won six remember that one yeah. yeah yeah for me it was more a
2: sense of relief that oh that's one i can knock off the list where you're like because it's so fucking hard to win yeah so much has to go right you got it there's a little bit of luck you know the injury bug and and all the different things that kind of play into it the goal, your goalie's got to be hot you got to get
0: timely score i mean there's just so many pieces to the puzzle Our goalie's cr- really crazy would you see every goalie you play with they got to be a little crazy yeah. right well you have to be grant fuhrer was crazy yeah right Who the fuck wants to stand in front of
2: i you know it's so funny you're like i would never want to be a goalie but yet i'll stand in front of a 100 mile an hour slap shot to block it but i'm not putting on those fucking pads and that's right it's just i find it amusingly odd that i'm okay with that
0: <laughs> but i don't want to go in there with all that shit on well let's go to that you uh was i at that game no i don't think i was at that game i was at one of those games in that series it was with detroit where the heart stopped you got hit in the chest with a puck yeah i don't know if anybody and by the way my listeners most of them they're not are i would not say doctors. Hockey fans are they doctors they might be doctors
2: okay do you know what
0: it's called the medical term for what
2: happened to me is called commotio cortis. Commotio cordis. Commotio cortis. It happens a lot to little league baseball players where the guy's standing at third or the pitcher and they get hit with a line drive and it hits them right in the heart. And what happens is their heart stops. My heart, so I blocked a slap shot. It hit me right on the heart. My heart skipped one beat. One. One. And I... That's all it took. You just collapsed. That's how much oxygen and how much shit happens in your body with one heartbeat. In a split second, I got hit down. I got hit and I'm like, "Fuck, that hurt." And I'm and I'm thinking in my head, you know, I go down and cover the puck and I'm like, "Do not let these fucking people see you on the ground." So, in my head, I'm like, "Okay, get the fuck up and get to the bench." And I kind of stumble up and black out. And in and the video, you can see me stand up, and I start going towards Ugh. the bench, and then boom. Thank God I had my hands in front of me, or I would have did the Kevin Stevens and face planted and broke my face. But I kind of crumbled down on the side and uh, hit my ear a little bit. Another ear one where I woke up, and I'm like, fuck, my ear's sore.
0: <laughs> Somebody maced me while I was on the fucking ice? Is that Todd Simpson? What the fuck? <laughs> so, And
2: then I remember waking up, and I'm looking up, and I'm like, holy fuck. I'm in the middle of the rink. I'm looking up at all these Red Wings banners, and I'm like. And looked, this is a playoff game. Yeah. What and game then, is this? This is a game two. And then I then I look down, and my jersey's cut open. My shoulder pads are ripped apart. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I look over in our bench. I'm looking. Holly's crying on the bench. And everybody's like the whole place. Hall, Brent Hall. Yeah, the whole place is like silent. You could hear a pin drop. And I'm just like, what the hell? And then, and then I'm not married at the time. My parents are at the game. Oh, would uh, uh, Mrs. Pronger, would Chris's wife, please come down to the to the Zamboni entrance? Because they had the ambulance there for me. And I'm listening. I'm like, huh? I'm not married. It's my parents. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, <laughs> Hold on, you remember? Out of this, am I? I got married already. <laughs> I mean, I was at that wedding. It was soon after. I mean, you you could have died like that, right? So. Most kids, when they get hit,
2: they die, because their heart's not formed long enough. They're not strong enough. They die. I just happen to—I don't know. You got so a lot of yeah, a lot of people. But again, to go back to you know talking about playing hurt, whatever. I'm fucking dumb. I'm 22 or 23 at the time. I'm dumb. I don't know anything. I go, I go into the hospital. They put a heart monitor on me. They they watch my heart for 24 fine. hours. They watch my heart for 24 hours. I fly home. I'm in my freaking suit and my run, and my dress shoes. Get on a treadmill with the heart specialist in St. Louis. I get on this treadmill and I start walking. And she's monitoring my heart. And she goes, Yeah, okay, you're good. So you, I, I played that night. The next night? It was two nights later. No, that, Yeah, well, yeah, I was in the hospital, skipped one day, and then played that next night.
0: And here is Chris Pronger, just two (laughs) nights ago, a a stunned audience here in Detroit, (laughs) as a 97-mile-an-hour slap shot hit him in the chest, and he collapsed to the ground. His heart skipped a beat, and folks, when that happens, it's called... Commotio cordis. And boy, was that a frightening moment. (laughs) Dude, so you've been through hell, and with the eye thing, the concussions, because the eye thing's a separate thing. Yeah. I remember going to see you after a game. I remember... I'm not going to say this guy because he's an owner of one of the – he's now the GM of – don't say his name – GM of one of the uh, uh, the NHL teams, yes. but he was like the Joker in the in the, yeah. in the in one of the locker rooms of one of the teams you played, and he used to take uh, in the showers, he'd take a bar <laughs> of soap and he'd swipe one of the guys butt cheeks and go, oh, my ATM's not working, The ATM card. And they're like, Get the fuck off me! <laughs> oh, I remember being in there and just it was just chaos, people laughing and joking. It just it seems like today more people, are, uh, players are more serious because I'm I'm friends with uh, some of the guys. I don't really go to a ton of hockey games, but uh, I remember, for instance, the Blues going in the locker room after, like, "Yeah, bud, come fucking down." No one gives a shit. Come down there, and it's like Rudy Pocheck, and it's fucking <laughs> the old guys, and p- uh, uh, uh Demitra. Demitra, God bless him, man. Uh, that was a fucking horrible story. Yeah. He 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 was a tremendous player. He's from was it Russia or Slovakia? Slovakia, Slovakia. One of the best players in the Blues, right? He was yep. a scorer. Yep. And he just uh, he was playing in uh, overseas, and his plane crashed, and he died. Like what, five years ago? Just a travesty, but but back nine years ago. Oh man, but I yeah, I just remember the locker room just filled with joy and fun and life and you know I guess that that's probably hard. You, yeah, miss there, that uh, show. there are there. Yeah, I, but you think... always like had ice all over your body. <laughs> I'm not kidding. It was so uncomfortable. You had like Ryan. I'm not talking just like an ice pack like us pussies like wear on our neck. Oh my neck. You know I've had some surgeries. These guys were like they had these they have these cold things. What are they called? The cold. Uh, uh, dips, the oh the tubs, cold the tub. tubs. They just sit in there for like 15-20 minutes of on ice. They have ice wrapped around each body part. Every game, every game. Did you hate that? You get used to it. You just it's routine. It's maintenance. Yeah, and you I had, had to do I, it.
2: I, I all I put ice bags on both my knees every day,
0: even when you're not playing.
2: No, wow. Well, practice every day. I heat them up every day and I cool them down every day.
0: Did you ever uh you like Quenville, right? Yeah. He was great. Yeah. Great coach. Went on to win with the Blackhawks. Yep. Yeah. Um by the way, how happy were you? Of course. I, I remember talking to you. But when the Blues finally won it. I mean, yeah, I know you great. wish you were on the ice yeah. then, but you It's great for the city. Great 52 for the years, city. Fifty two right? years. Fifty two years. Fifty two years. Yeah. It uh, that was an emotional
2: day, huh? Yeah, it was uh you know, it was just great to see a lot of lot of longtime fans, a lot of a lot of great people. But well, you come live through. there still. Yeah. A lot of great people come through the organization all that that are still a part of it and and uh you know i think just to see the you know it's a baseball city it's you know obviously the rams left just the emo the emotion and and you know what to see the city show as well as it did after winning nobody burned anything nobody fucking trashed anything everybody just got drunk that's it they just had a great time
0: right hey uh we played in this uh the alum you just got uh inducted to the hall of fame a couple years ago three years ago uh four years ago four years ago you're inducted into the hall of fame congrats my friend thank you fucking brilliant we played in the it was an all-star game it was a legends game before the all-star game it was me and you and a bunch i was so honored to be able to play and this is like Dennis. oh that was the top 100 top 100 hall of famers that you were yes yes. and i got to play in that yes and uh you were not you were okay you were okay yeah it was all right but you know um (laughs) you know it's funny as bieber was in the locker room with me and he's like hey man you're in smallville I'm like, yeah. He's like, yeah, yeah. How was that girl? Kristen Krug? Yeah, Lana? Yeah, she was really pretty. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, she was. I got to kiss her. He's like, oh, yeah, cool, man. Yeah. So let me ask you this is the, I want the right real answer. Okay. Before you played, were you like fucking Justin Bieber, the fucking little twerp? I don't like this no. fucking kid. Or were you like indifferent? I didn't care. And then afterwards, you had a little more respect for him. What was it? Uh, No, I didn't really care one way or the other. I was just having fun, and
2: he was out there trying to score goals. So we were like, "Fuck that! He's not scoring here."
0: (laughs) (laughs) He really wanted to score badly. He and by the way, the fucker never passed. No, because he wanted to score so bad. I got so pissed. All the guys on the on the on the uh, on the on the bench. I was playing with like the best. What's his name from the Oilers? McDavid. uh, McDavid's (laughs) like Jesus, and he's the nicest guy. He doesn't say a fucking word. He's like, man. I haven't seen that guy pass a puck once, but it was great. Gretzky was coaching us. Lemieux coaching your team. I mean, it was a treat. That was a lot. Were you,
2: do you? That's the last time I had a pair of skates on. Was it painful for you?
0: No. Did you have any kind of pain or? No, it was fun.
2: Because I, you know what? The only reason I played was three weeks before that, I played the alumni winter classic in St. Louis. But now you're done? done what
0: playing Are you done playing I, I haven't put my shit on since would you do this be honest if i booked the ice next time you come in town just me and you and maybe a goalie just go out there and pass around and shoot not a fucking chance why because i don't skate it hurts my knees like bad yeah
2: they're bone on bone and the angle with the skates that's that's can you different. fix that
0: yeah i can get new knees why don't you get new knees, and then we'll play. <laughs> and then I'll book this. Then I'll be able to skate with Why you. Don't... Let me go endure that so I can skate All with right. you. Listen, I got a little surprise for you. I asked a couple of the guys. It was last minute, All but right. I had a couple of guys call.
4: Hey, Rosie. It's Jammer here. Jamal Mayers. You're calling about prongs. I hear you're, you're uh, going to interview the big bitch on your <laughs> podcast. I do have a couple things you should bring up. I'll go quickly. One is I was his roommate for five years. And he was always at the head of the curve of stuff, so he started drinking these protein shakes and just had the worst ass in the world, would absolutely destroy the room. Clearly his body was <laughs> like not match. processing the protein well, and I was the uh, unfortunate person that had to sit in that room. Uh, next thing is, ask him about his special MVP season. Not only did he win the league MVP, the Hart Trophy, but he won the Norris. Not sure if anyone's ever done that. Maybe Bobby Orr. was a special year, he controlled games from the back end. Yeah, I hate giving him a compliment, but he was uh, unbelievable that year. I'll ask him, ask him about uh, when I showed him about his Amex points. He had no idea that you could buy things with Amex points. I was so proud. I had 120,000 Amex points, which is a dollar per point. He looked up his account. We made him an account. And he had 1.8 million (laughs) points. Could have bought himself a house with Amex points. Uh, I was a little jealous, but it was pretty funny. And then uh, I also thought it was pretty funny that uh, Prongs was, as you know, really mean on the ice. And I always found it funny on the ice with him when he would make grown-ass, tough hockey players show fear and apologize to him. And he would respond with, The fact that he is not afraid to take a suspension—he loved that line. He would tell guys all the time, "I'll take a suspension on you." And uh, but uh, he's a fun guy to be around. A lot of people realize, you know, think that he's so serious all the time, but he was—he liked to joke around. And uh, very few guys love the game as much as him. So um, I learned a lot about being a leader from him. But uh, yeah, you can rip on him about those couple things. (laughs) Hope you're well, buddy. Have a good time.
0: Later. I mean obviously these guys have a lot of love and respect for you. You probably don't talk to a lot of these guys much anymore. Yeah, I see I see them once in a while. I, ca- I catch up
2: uh you know you know what it is when when you got friends it's like me and you. You pick up where you left off. Is it You true? don't you don't if you're if you're really good friends with somebody, you don't have to talk to them every day. You catch up when you can catch up
0: and you, you pick a little up text right, here. A little call you pick here. up right where you left off. It's the up. people who get really like you know. Some, I have some family members or some friends who are just like, oh, you don't call me back. Oh, you don't
4: do this. Yeah. And it gets
0: like, it's
4: like, hey, Very you sensitive. Know, it's not because I don't. Very love you. sensitive. Yeah,
0: yeah. People get sensitive. Yeah.
2: So I only felt bad. So to Jammer's point, I only felt bad for half a second once we were playing LA. Remember Big Steve McKenna? Oh yeah, it's like six nine He's or big, whatever. It big was. guy. Yeah. And he was trying to run around and be an idiot. He was more of a fighter, right? Yeah. He and he's trying to run me. And I'm like, get the fuck out of here. And 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 to his point, I'm like, stop fucking coming near me, or I will fucking stick you right in the eye. <laughs> and he looked at me, I go, I'm not fucking kidding. And so the play goes on, you know, we change and he's kind of looking at me. All of a sudden, he's back. I don't know why he was on the ice when I was out there, but whatever. He was on the ice and i went the puck went near him i don't know how and i went to lift a stick and i missed and i fucking hit him right on the eyebrow almost took his eye out and for like a half a second i was like oh and then i was like i fucking told you (laughs) You i fucking told you i was gonna get you (laughs) what did he do he was like holy fuck this guy's fucking mad (laughs) for like half a second i caught myself i was almost like oh sorry and then i was like yeah no fuck
0: you Hey, look! I could talk to you for fucking ever. This is already awesome, but I I want to finish with this. You're a family guy now. You're a dad of three. Yes, sir. You're, you've been a husband for I'm gonna get, I'm gonna say 21 years.
2: It is uh, almost 19.
0: 19 years. Yes. You're, so, okay, you married in 01. Uh, 01. I thought it was earlier. What do you do? How how do you, do you do things differently than your parents did? Where they let you just kind of—it's a different world. It is. It's, it's a different. It and it's a different country. <laughs> and it's a different. It's a, a different world. Different country. Different uh, everything. Right. So what do you do? Different how, how hard is it to be a dad? How lenient on are you on them? Do you uh, make sure they understand how to be grateful? Do you? I mean, do you yeah. ever talk to them? Go, know, hey, we, talk, we talk about that stuff. Being grateful and appreciative for what we have,
2: for what we're able to provide them um you know i think for us i mean we're pretty ha- we're very hands-on parents we're we
0: you know while well, i might be out here right now but we're 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 around a lot <laughs> we're do you, around a lot do you say do you honestly do you say jack i love you buddy i love you yeah do you say i love you to your kids yeah is it easier to say to the girl because you're a tough guy so the little daddy's girl <laughs> no hey no i tell all of them you do yeah, i love I you do, yeah you say hey i love you little fuck do you have to add something to it you say i <laughs> no I, love you. I can say it <laughs> Oh, you know, every night you know when i put them we put them You'd in say bed say to lauren i love you do you give her a kiss good night yeah sometimes <laughs> <laughs> when she's not sick you're the kind of guy that when you get any kind of affection i think like me i'm 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 not the most affectionate guy in the world yeah me neither but it's hard it's because it's hard for me and i try but i have to be really comfortable and i have to i don't know i just don't feel comfortable for some reason maybe because yeah. i saw the dysfunction with my family my whole life. <laughs> yeah. so i don't want to do this so when it does happen it's probably a really nice thing you know lauren's probably like oh Chris uh, did that, and he gave me a kiss on the cheek. Oh, I guess that's good for the next three years. <laughs>
2: <laughs> is that sort of how it is? Uh, no. I think you try to. <laughs> <laughs> Where I have a problem is when I'm told to do it. Yeah, nobody wants to. No. Well, then oh, I'm you like. She, yeah, you once could be they, more that. No, when she tells me, you have to do this, I'm like, I don't have to do fucking anything.
0: <laughs> you, you can't tell me to do it. Now you ruined it. Now yeah, you ruined it. I was gonna do it. Were you gonna do it? See, here's (laughs) the thing. I was gonna do it. That's the thing. If you were like putting it in the calendar, be nice to Lauren and the kids (laughs) on April 4th. That's different because you never. She doesn't. She doesn't know if you're gonna ever do it. She's like, hey, you know. But you know, note to self. Well, it does go a long way. I'll tell you what. Little things go a long way. Like I have a difficult time talking to my mother. I love her, but I don't like her. Um, (laughs) I don't. She knows it. But you know, sometimes I called her on her birthday. (laughs) And I talked to her for a good twenty minutes, and yep. I and I gave her undivided attention. I didn't I didn't veer off and and look, look at all the TV and sports. And I said, you know what? I'm going to talk to my mother on her birthday, and uh, I'm going to ask her how it was and let her talk. And no matter how annoyed I get, I'm going to stay with it. Yeah. And at the end, I said, all right, well, mom, I got a couple of meetings, and I, I I really enjoyed talking to you, and I want you to know, I want you to have a happy birthday, and I love you. And that was it. And it was for her. Yeah. And also felt good. Yeah. It felt good. So I'm just saying, I'm not telling you what to do. But <laughs> if you can just, every once in a while, it does help. A little act of kind of, a yeah. little act of gratitude. Yes. Those things fucking go a long way. They do. Do you ever yeah. say it to your parents? You ever yeah, say it? once in a while. Yeah. They're getting old now. Yeah. Well When they can hear me. <laughs> Are they both deaf now?
2: <laughs> Are they? Well, they were deaf when I knew my them. My dad is pretty well. And my mom is deaf in one ear. Your dad's completely deaf. Pretty much. Does he know sign language? He's uh, no, he reads lips and he can hear kind of, uh, but he's gonna get the cochlear ear, ear implants. Do and does work. It's supposed to help. I don't know. We're gonna find out. That'd be nice, huh? Yeah. So if that works, then he can hear again. But you make a joke, you got to say it four fucking times. It's no longer funny, and now you're annoyed. Yeah. You know, it's it's just
0: think about it for him. How well, no? So every time, him?
2: you know, me and my brother were talking. I'm like, just think how mad we get, how painful it is for him knowing that you're getting pissed off that he can't fucking
0: hear you. Yeah. And you know what? This is, could be a job for the bartender. Yeah. For McLennan. Yeah. You have him come along with you, you tell a joke, and then you ha- you leave. McLennan stays there with your dad. <laughs> he gets some drinks, and he tells him the joke for the next minutes. That's
4: what he does. There you
0: go. Fuck. I always have an open-door policy in St. Louis, right? I could always come yeah. and stay with you. Yeah,
4: yeah You still live in the same I place?
0: I got a room for you. You still have that golf game in the basement? No,
2: no, I get a new place.
0: Is it nicer? It is, and you're working for the Florida Panthers,
2: yes, sir. And what what you're scouting, senior advisor to the GM, so I kind of do everything.
0: So if I ever want to go to a game, it's easy. Yeah, just call me. But you have to pay for away games, right? Hockey players have to. Uh, isn't that the weird thing? Yeah, home games you're all right. Yeah, they, and
2: yeah, I don't know. People probably, and
0: most people don't know that. They don't know that. But if you go to a game and you ask your friend for a ticket, people go, "Hey, you know Lundquist. It's not baseball much- where they get. Um yeah, million they, tickets because they can't fill the stadium yeah hockey arenas are tough so when you ask me hey can you get me tickets to this hockey game I'm like the players actually have to pay for the way games yeah. or you're paying for it or even cod
2: always and oh by the way i've done this i've left tickets somebody said hey can you leave me tickets i go yeah they're gonna be cod they'll be left when you don't pay for them they're charging me yeah there's you're they're setting them out of their allotment and right. taking them off the books if you don't pick them up and pay for them I'm getting charged for them. Do you hear this, guys? Everybody out there, we just want you to know this. This is <laughs> yes. really important. And I've been fucked by a couple people oh, for I'm thousands sure. of dollars because they didn't want to pay for their fucking tickets.
0: <laughs> you know who you are, fuckers. You know who you are. <laughs> this has been real. Did you learn a lot, Ryan?
2: I did. Lots you, of swearing. You, I apologize. You don't know.
0: We could believe oh, it. Like out, my especially, tender ears,
2: yeah.
4: Yeah. yeah, was, yeah you know, I, <laughs> don't, I don't know
0: how these podcasts work. I didn't know how real you wanted me to be. Dude, this has been great. Uh like I think you're one of the best hockey players I've ever lived. You're you're a great friend, even though I don't see a lot. I, I always think about you. When when do you think about me when you're on the throne up there?
2: <laughs> well, sometimes. should I should I tell people that this being the first time I've been invited to your house, uh, I had to christen your toilet? That's it. he walks
0: in the house. I gave him a hug. Five seconds. I got a pinch of loaf. He walks up to my my bathroom, <laughs> my master. It's gone. It's just uh, the destroyed. The porcelain has been... Just destroyed. <laughs> but you know what? I do think of you. Here's how I think of you. Right now as I'm interviewing you, I every day I look at Pronger. Your, your yes. jersey's always in right front of there. me. Here's to many more good years for the both of us. Your Bubba, Chris Pronger, 44. That jersey was given to me in 98, probably. Uh, That's the MVP jersey, dude. That was uh, 2000. And, and it's a real... Was it? Yeah, two thousand. But that's a real jersey. That's like you that's off your off back. back. There's yeah. markings of the yep. stick on it. Yep. So you know that's a that's a that's a good one, man. I really appreciate that. So I do think of you. I think I think of you fondly. I know you and Lauren have a little business together too. Inside. We
2: do talk about that for a second. Uh, the company is called Well Inspired Travels. It is a luxury travel business. Something that uh, I've been fortunate enough to do, and we've been fortunate enough to do as a family is travel and and go on these great trips. And now kids are a little bit older, you know, Lauren ultimately started it in the beginning and brought me on board and I love to travel. I love seeing new places. I love how you feel when you're on vacation, you know, the happiness and joy that it can bring you and, you know, coming from the injuries in different places that I've been it it kind of brings you back and and re-energizes or revitalizes your mind and your body and spirit. Well, dude, where can they find you on the Instagram? I am at the Chris Pronger. Just on Instagram now. Yeah. And uh, at Well Inspired Travels is uh, our company. And Lauren can be found on what Instagram? That's at, that's hers. Well, that's ours. That's yours. We're together. You're together. Well, check that out. Listen, promise. at wellinspiredtravels.com and at Well
0: Inspired Travels. Yeah, Instagram. it's interesting stuff on Instagram. So check, check that out, man. Chris Pronger, I love you, buddy. Thanks for letting me uh, be inside of you.